Yes, the following podcast has no dose of reality whatsoever. It is totally fake. Made up. Make believe. An out and out lie. There are no aliens. World governments are not trying to cover it up. And you are perfectly safe from alien abduction. But here's podcast anyways. You listen now. Welcome to the Bunker of Truth, a weekly podcast where we discuss the totally real alien invasion, the government conspiracies that are covering it up, and the hottest trends in secret bunker decorating. I'm leading the Southern Army. My secret code name this week is Colonel Lee Majors. <laughs> that one cost me six hundred dollars. Six million dollars. Six million dollars. The second six million dollar man. Nice. My you know what? It got me thinking though. Yes. When I chose my code name this week. Yes. What would six million dollars get you today? Not as much as it would back then. Six million dollar man today, it'd be like, yeah, here's a finger. Yes. <laughs> That's what you get. That's right. So my co-host and general of the Northern Armies is here as well, and that is General Northside. Welcome, sir. Good afternoon. How was your week? My week has been actually very productive. Okay. I went out to the bunker. Uh-huh. I looked at it. Yeah. I measured it. Yes. I told Marty to pay his rent. Of course, gotta get which my... he complained about. And then I came back up to the house and had a beer and life's been good. Okay. Okay. Is he yeah. uh, still attempting to pay you in moonshine? Uh, he is paying me in moonshine and I am not complaining. <laughs> <one bit. laughs> I don't blame you. That's probably a pretty good tenant. So we invite you to text or leave a voicemail at our bunker phone number, 931-292-2789. It's a Gmail number that uh, no one will ever answer, but you can call and leave your voice messages or text that number, text your questions or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You can email uh, bunker of truth at gmail.com. And you can find us on socials, Facebook and Twitter at bunker of truth. Please remember to subscribe if your podcast platform allows it and rate and review. And uh, this week, Jim, I did get an email. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. I got one from Justin. And he, Justin says, Hello from Toronto. I'm hoping you guys can help. I'm having trouble locating a bunker decorator here in Canada that is willing to put a hot tub in my survival bunker. I'd even settle for a small four-person hot tub. Is there anyone that you can recommend that would be willing to come to Toronto to help me with my own secret survival bunker? Well, you and, seem to know somebody that's willing to help people just like well, him. We had uh, Yanni on. Correct. Yep, yep. Uh, Laurel's then, definitely a great help. And then we had um, Joy Paines was on. Joy, so, I mean, yep. I think if you go back and listen to uh, any of our episodes, we, we mentioned several people that uh, I think would be willing to come and help you. But, uh, Justin, I I commend you for going the hot tub route and not listening to my co-host, Jim. That's, I say practicality. You say pretty. Okay. I say if you're going to survive the end of the world, you have to do it so you're comfortable. Yes, I mean, but it's, you're taking up It's space. one thing to survive. It's another thing to survive and want to keep living. And that's where hot tubs and bowling alleys in your secret survival bunker come into play. Well, that's correct. That is the final decision. It's definitely a bowling alley, not a room for the wife. <laughs> well, well, it, well, priorities. She, I'll, I'll make her a corner in my own bunker. Uh-huh. Is there going to be probably, room? 
You got the hot well, tub probably slides. in the kitchen in the kitchen where just <gasps> gravy is located. I'm gonna need someone to to run the kitchen. She can do that. Ooh, 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 we'll ooh. put a cot back there. Life will be good. That is hey, uh, uh, bunker truth at gmail.com for all those comments regarding him, the wife being in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did wait a minute. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I'm, uh, never mind. Forget that part. I'm, I should edit that part out. Okay. There, yeah, it's all good. Hey, uh, why don't we bring our guest on this week, yes, Jim? I, I, I think you're going to uh, like this guest. I, I don't know much about him. Okay. I know um, I, I received an email from uh, J-A-U-X. And, uh, uh, that, that, that's G- pronounced Joe. J-E-A-U-X. Joe. Oh. Oh, I'm I'm well. I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't realize uh, I was going. I'm part Native American, part uh, French Canadian. It's a, it's a family name. Oh, I I see. Okay, well, great. So Joe reached out to me and said he was moving to the area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know how you found out where I live. It's I mean, it's a pretty big secret where. Well, where I um, live well, here. Marty kept talking about the place. First of all, I was saw him down the <laughs> down the way, and um, it was funny because we we was both at the Cracker Barrel, and oh, yeah. you know the Cracker Barrel. Uh, you know, my mom likes going there, and then and then she was saying how she wanted me to move out, so I need to find a place to live. And I'm looking, I'm looking for a two room bunker set along with a a nice um nice home, you know, for my ma. And so, uh, so anyway, then we ran into Marty, Marty was talking about you, Colonel. He said, Hey, you know, talk to, talk to the Colonel, go see what he can do for you. He's got a nice place. Just follow the signs right to his house. And, um, and- wow. I can't believe Marty's actually out there telling people where I live. Um, well, considering he's hiding his moonshine in my bunker. Did, it did you like miss the be- part about this part where he said, follow the signs to your house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm putting the signs up so people can find just gravy. Oh, gotcha, but not, not the bunker, it. just the gravy yeah. section of it. So, Joe, I'm kind of curious what uh, what's leading you to this area. Why Middle Tennessee? And, well, and- my my family mostly is from Upper Tennessee, but we've decided to move to the middle um, because uh, it, it's supposed to be a lot slower here than in the Upper Tennessee. So we're gonna. Just kind of more relaxing. And, um, you know, I, I got one of them high pressure jobs that I'm leaving. I worked at one of them Amazon places and um, I was uh, said I just had had enough with delivering packages and things like that. So I decided my mom said, you know, she's going to follow me wherever I go because she's that kind of, she's a helicopter mom. You know what those are? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with that term. Yeah. So she's one of them helicopter moms. She um, she's like she is um, very likely just to take off at a moment's notice. I mean, that woman skips town like a helicopter. I'm telling you, <laughs> boom, she's gone, you know, so um. That's not the way I understand helicopter mom. I'm understanding helicopter mom as being somebody that just hovers over you and makes sure that everything you do is okayed by mom. Oh, really? Uh, Because I I thought it meant one of them moms that just like would stay out for like, you know, three, four days and then come back and kind of land. 
and uh, so maybe maybe she maybe she maybe she's a like a rocket ship mom. Then I, I'm not really sure. I know what you mean, Joe. I'm picking up what you're laying. A helicopter mom. She'll like yeah. take off. She'll she'll hover over there for a while. Go over there for a while. Eventually come back and land and check <laughs> on you, and then takes off again. I get it. Yeah, yeah, like one of them helicopter moms, you know. And um, so so uh, and I, and I also have one of them helicopter dads, a helicopter grandfather, a lot of helicopters in my family. <laughs> That's why my last name's Bell. It's Joe Bell. Like <laughs> Bell, uh, Bell Helicopters. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah. So, so I, as a long story short, I came out here to Middle Tennessee looking for a place, and then we run into Marty. And wouldn't you know it, his mother on um, my on my mother's side are cousins three times removed. I haven't went online and checked on a table of consanguinity. I don't know if you know which one of those is, but I had to go to a, a lawyer once and he told me about one of them. And uh, so, so anyway, we're, we're cousins three times removed. And he, that's why he said, you know, don't tell anybody because about the moonshine, I said, I got the family recipe right here with me, Marty. Why, you know, don't, don't worry about that. And so, um, as long as I promise not to set up my own still, he's fine with me moving into the area. Yeah. So he said, why don't you go check out the Colonel's place and see what, you know, see if he can give you some ideas about your bunker. And I, I I'm new to this bunker business, you know, um, I, I, you know, I just want somewhere that I can basically play my video games away from my mom. <laughs> oh, I got, so you're not, you're not like alien bunker survival bunker looking you're looking for more of a man cave sort of bunker well I, i'd like a dual purpose you know man cave slash bunker i got you i got you you know i mean because that way i can make sure that um that in the event of a disastrous situation kind of like you know it's kind of going on right now you know what i'm saying that i can be you know secure but at the same time i got a place you know with some fresh water and uh um uh, my video games like uh you like uh doom <laughs> oh i got you i got you it, and video games are extremely important so when you're talking bunker i mean i'm putting a great big giant what what we say jim 90 inch tv i think you said 90 some odd wow. godly inches that's that's impressive you got to have that kind of screen for your video games in the end of the world joe i'm kind of curious though you're from upper tennessee yeah uh rather mm -hmm. than middle tennessee and i know right. we have a lot of let's call it alien activity here in middle tennessee i'm oh, curious right, what sure. what you're seeing in upper tennessee as far as alien activity well what i'm seeing you know a lot of times it, it's like you see it out of the corner of your eye you know what i mean when you're like walking straight ahead and then you look over and you think somebody's eating an ice cream cone but really they're uh you know just writing down something on a piece of paper or using their cell phone you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, so so what I find a lot of times is when I see something out of the corner of my eye, that's what I believe, not what I see with my own two eyes. You know what I mean? My side eyes. You know what I mean? I got four side eyes, right? One, two, and then on the other side of my nose is three, and then on the far side. So that's four eyes, my side eyes. That's what I believe in, not my two eyes. So you're trusting the side eyes rather than the two eyes. Mm -hmm. And what are your two eyes picking up? So are they picking up the people writing the stuff down or talking on their phone? What are they seeing? Well, that's the thing. My, my front eyes don't see nothing. 
See, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm blind. I got like it's like you know they have, they have those things that the horses so like a blinder. The, the, the blinders, yeah. But it's the other way around. Oh, I got you. So I got to have something like in front of my eyes so I can see the alien infestation and the. It's not even an infestation. It's like alien planet. You know what I'm saying? It's like I see them organizing in groups of threes and fours and uh, more like, you know, um, people like waiting in line to get into a movie theater or uh, somebody waiting to, uh, you know, open a car door or something for somebody. Or, un- or I see them a lot over at the hotels coming out threes and fours. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell they're aliens because they ain't from around here because I don't know them. Well, anybody knows that. If, well, that's the one thing. See, Jim, you're living yeah. up there in the big city down here in Middle Tennessee, rural Tennessee. We know everybody. Everybody I in Middle Tennessee so. knows everybody in Middle Tennessee. So if you're not from around here, mm. we know you're either an alien or you're just a damn Yankee. That, those are the, your two choices. You would know. Right. You either got your aliens or your space aliens. And and I'll be honest with you. I don't see a lot of aliens. I see more space aliens. That's what I see mostly. Of. So is it the tentacle coming out of the butt that gives them away usually? A lot of times it's that or the fact that it seems like a lot. You know, this is the big giveaway. Sometimes when I'm in the men's room and somebody doesn't use the urinal when there's clearly an available urinal and they go into the stall. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That to me is a clear indicator of somebody that's an alien. Cause you know, they don't want me to see their tentacle <laughs> or, or, or plural tentacle. <laughs> Tentaculi. Yes. Is that the plural? It wouldn't have anything to do with privacy, maybe. Uh, you know what? I am all in favor of privacy. That is one of my fundamental rights that we have here in America. But um, when it comes to the bathroom, I think there's a reason why um, that there's a camera in my bathroom at home. <laughs> well, Jim, come on. How much privacy do you yeah. need as a guy? They line the urinals up one right next to the other. And that right. they do that. So that you can check your neighbor while he's peeing to see if he's an alien. This is just common sense, Jim. Absolutely. You know what? And you know what? Sometimes they even have that test there for you. They put that little fly that's not really a fly on the urinal that you're supposed to. Oh, yeah. 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 I know that guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, so so that that's a test. That is a CIA FBI or maybe even DARPA. I don't know. One of them just, just insert name here. You know, it's, that's a test. And if you don't hit that fly for like 85% of your urination time, that, that triggers alarms over there. in uh, uh, what's that, that mountain place over there? Oh, was it NORAD or whatever that yeah, is? Yeah. NORAD. Exactly. The place where Santa Claus hangs out. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Know. No, I'm with you on that one. I'm, Santa Claus I can, I can honestly say, I didn't know that was a test joke, but I am, I am glad that I am passing it most of the time. Most of the yes, time. There, there the are time. some nights at the bar. I don't quite pass it, but mm. that might explain the uh, phone calls the next day. From the letter organizations checking up on me. It, it, it could be, you know, um, it, it is amazing how people don't really notice the small things. It's really the small things, the big things like, oh, look, there's a floating uh, let up object in the sky. That doesn't that's you. That's the government. That is not an alien. It's the little things. It's the alien. Oh, stuff. you're saying it's the false flag. The government sending up secret. False flags, so we're looking up at the sky, but all the secret stuff's happening down here. 
That's right. That's right. You got it right there, Colonel. You know what you're talking about. So, Jim, you're the one who's always saying that. If it's happening in your right hand, look at the left hand. I agree 100%. And we do have a lot of government programs that are testing. Yeah, important question. Yeah, I don't care about any of that, Jim. Important question. Do you hit that little fly in the urinal 80% of the time or not? I'm curious now. All the time. Now, that's because I'm concentrating on what I'm supposed to be doing, not on the guy next to me. Thus explains why I walk to the urinal. It's because of people like you. That's creepy. I'm trying to hit the fly. Don't. <laughs> so what? Tentacle. You're never checking out the guy next to you to make sure he's not an alien? No. There's a reason they got those little pictures in front of you. The urinal's right there. It's not It's not so you can well, look you to the left. you don't have to stare, but you can glance over and just go, hey, nice penis. Or, oh, alien. All right. I got to. I got to call somebody. All right. Yeah. It's an alien. Now what? Do you really want to know? See, that's why I work on my side eyes. Cause you can't even see me glance over. <laughs> I like can just see right there. I'm like, oh, that's an alien right there. I don't even need to look over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at my side eye. See, I wish I had those side eyes. How, is that something you can develop there, Joe? How'd you get those I, side eyes? I was not born with this gift. I, it was, it was self-appropriated. I'm, uh, I forced myself to, what I would do is I'd stare at the sun for like a good, like four or five hours till I had tears rolling down my eyes. And then I'd go take one of them eye tests with the E yeah, be facing yeah. one way or another. And I would not stop taking till the test. I would use my side eyes. So, and I wouldn't stop. So you forced yourself right. to do this. That is, yeah, absolutely. It's it was it, it's it was something that uh, you know a lot of people warned me not to do. Um, they said that my personality has changed uh, a lot since I did this. But um, you know, I like to think that it's made me a better person and also a lot more um, uh, willing to uh, accept people for who they are. Uh, how so? Explain that to me. Well, you know, before I did this whole side eye thing, I think I was, I think I was hyper judgmental. Oh, now I just see everybody as just weird. I got you. I got they you. They just don't make no sense whatsoever. So I think I just, I tend to be a little bit more forgiven that way. Hmm. That well, that makes a lot of sense. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. Plus, hmm. it, it allows you to check for alien tentacles when you're. Uh, <laughs> At the urinal. I mean, this is like a win-win. I'm going to have to start doing this. Yeah. Now, uh, when I was coming over to your place, um, I noticed that uh, there was uh, that that it is well manicured, like well taken care of. Do you do this yourself or? uh... Uh, Well, I've got this uh, French lady who's coming in, who's like working on. I mean, we're, we're putting in the garden with the statues and the gnomes and the bird bass and the fountains and all of that. And so she's really working on the landscaping to, to get it just right so that we can do all that before we head to the inside. Because inside my bunk, there's a lot of spiders in there. There's oh. a lot of spiders. So Poisonous kind or just like the kind, the good kind that kill the other animals? You know, I haven't asked. I have not asked. I, I really don't want to get close to them. Simply because they are very large. Uh, I mean, you're from Upper Tennessee, so so you know that Upper Tennessee and Middle Tennessee spiders are very similar. Uh, They're huge, and it only takes maybe three or four of them to carry away a small child. So I've just 
I've sort of avoided them until we can figure out what to do with them. Um, also, I know that uh, northern uh, or upper Tennessee spiders tend to be a little bit more organizational. Oh, in you know what, what way? Saying? More of a hierarchy. Oh, I see. So, uh, they so there's tend a to be structure. A lot more, there's a structure. They tend to be a lot more organized and, uh, you know, more like they have a lot more like club activities for each other. The spiders, they tend to, uh, you know, they, they, they play cards or they, um, they, they, they have a knitting circle. They just do more like things like that. They might, they might go to a zoo or something. They're just like a lot more friendly than your, than your middle Tennessee spiders. I, I wonder how spiders going to the zoo, a knitting well, Only in upper Tennessee, Jim, down here, they're mean, they're mean and nasty. And oh yeah. What you've never been to upper Tennessee, have oh, you, Jim? Yeah. yeah. It, no, I have not. Nope. I can honestly say I've never Everybody been to Everybody knows spiders Tennessee. in Upper Tennessee are, are much friendlier, much nicer. The the you can go to the craft shows and find like all the stuff they've knitted for it it must be a northern it, thing. It's an upper Tennessee thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe I can introduce some upper Tennessee spiders into my bunker to convince the middle Tennessee spiders to calm down a little bit. Things like that. But uh, right now we're working on the landscaping outside. And Marty hides his moonshine in there anyways. I don't know what to have. We, uh, we were putting, uh, I was measuring for the bowling alley and, and had some guys coming in, bringing some wood and stuff. And they knocked over a case of his moonshine and a couple of the jars broken. He got all irate. Oh, of course he did. Said, that's I coming out of your rent. And then the spiders moved in and grabbed all the shards of glass and carried them off into the corners and stuff. So now I got spiders with weapons. Slightly buzzed. Slightly buzzed spiders with weapons. It's 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 a bad yeah, combination. Not good. Yeah, I can see. It's that. gonna be like Jets and the Sharks when you get the smart, like organizational spiders versus the local, maybe up and coming spiders that are already in Middle Tennessee. So it could be like a like a whole West Side Story thing, or maybe Mid Side Story oh, thing going on. They're there. they're gonna start snapping and doing their choreographed dances. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be scary. And and now they got shards of glass to go with it. It's just, it's not. Ah, yeah. You know, that's the thing. I, I, when I was young, I never knew exactly what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. But then, you know, I have to say, being around you, I, I just have to say, it's like, it's amazing how you have put this whole thing together and yet you've yet to step in your bunker. And that is what I'm wondering is, you know, how do you, where do you find the time for this? It's really, it, it, for what? It's, he does it, nothing. What's the time for what? What do you mean I do nothing? No, it's it's a it's a process you have to go through. When you wake up in the morning, you really have to concentrate and say, what am I getting done today? And you make a list of what you're getting done today. And that, number one is always eat breakfast. And that, that's an important thing. You always got to start the day with a good breakfast. Number that, That's my number two. That is oh, my number two. Oh, what's your number one? My number one's wake up. Oh, I got you. I, I, like to, I like to make sure I wake up. So I put that number one. Okay. So I'm going to make number, I'm going to get rid of number one and I'm going to go right to, which is my former number two, which will be my number one. Now I kind of like the way you do it though. Cause what if I'm eating my breakfast while I'm still asleep, that could be dangerous. And that is true. That is true. You know what? I, you know what? You are just so smart, Colonel. I swear. Um, I'm just going to, okay. So we're going to, so we're going to agree to disagree or disagree to agree. Because we're kind of changing it, I, I, so we disagree to agree. Right? I think we disagree to agree. Right. Wait, we okay. need a third-party judge on this, Jim. What are we doing? I have no flipping idea what the hell you two are doing. 
Okay, good. So then yeah. number three would number be three. to go out and survey the landscape. See, when mm -hmm. I survey the landscape, I can I can start coming up with a game plan for the day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, oh, look, a wild flower. Do I need to press that? Or, you know, something. You, you got to figure out what you're doing for the day by looking out at your landscape in front of you. And where do we pick up the gasoline for the ATV that I need to run around the property? On? Well, he doesn't run around uh, the property. It's, it's him standing out the window. He, he's not, he doesn't leave the house. I well, oh, I don't. I don't actually point. step outside all that often. Uh, when I do, it is in my bedazzled hazmat suit. The gasoline mm. for the ATV uh, that it, I send my wife out to the gasoline store, aka the gas station, and she picks up the uh, the gasoline for the ATV. Okay. Um, but I don't right. actually ride the ATV because that's I don't know. dangerous. It, 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 that is dangerous. It is dangerous, you know and I have to leave the hurt. house. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the one thing I got to work on, not le about leaving the house or not leaving the house. I tend to be like, I enjoy the outdoors. Like, I, I'll, I tend to, uh, you know, I, I have a long extension cord for my television. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I tend to, I, I go as far as like the the front yard in my place. I got you. I got, so it, is it dependent on how long that extension cord is? Oh, absolutely. I got one of them orange ones. <laughs> oh, okay. So you know that's like saying? a good, what, 200 footer right there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's orange. <laughs> so, so of course it's, it's, it's good. And, uh, it, it can, and it's even got one of them stretchy, stretchy things that goes zwappity. You know what I'm saying? The zwappity thing that like kind of reel itself in like it's a fishing line. Oh, okay. So like a, a, a real kind of, yeah, like, 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 I don't know what that's called. What's that called, Jim? Extension cord reel. You're being awfully quiet here, Jim. Come on, we're doing all the work. <laughs> I met, I met a loss here. Is what I'm hearing. I met a complete loss. I hear no logic in any of this at all. Well, you're obviously not from Tennessee because this is clearly <laughs> Southern logic. I'm gonna give you a chance to get your bearings here, okay, Jim. Please. We're gonna take a quick break. Listen to our sponsor this week, and then we'll come back uh, more with uh, Joe, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about uh, Bunker Inn and all the important stuff here. When your pets are healthy and safe as a pet parent, it makes you feel great. I'm Patty Parker, owner and operator of Patty Parker's Pet Palace Safety Emporium. At Patty Parker's Pet Palace Safety Emporium, we take the safety of your pet seriously, and I'm not just talking about canine and feline hazmat suits. Of course, we have your dogs and cats covered, but what about your other pets? Next time you take your tarantula out of its terrarium, wouldn't you like to know it's wearing a hazmat suit specifically designed with eight legs? Next time you let your parakeet fly around the room, wouldn't it make you feel better knowing it was wearing a hazmat suit made just to fit him or her? Next time you take your goldfish out for a day at the park, keep it safe with a specially designed goldfish hazmat suit from Patty Parker's Pet Palace Safety Emporium. We've got hazmat suits for your snakes in all sizes, from a tidy garden snake to a 12-foot python. Yes, you could shove all your hamsters into a single child-sized hazmat suit, but would they really be comfortable? Show the world you love your hamsters getting each one their own custom-made hazmat suit from Patty Parker's Pet Palace Safety Emporium. Turtles, bats, a full line for your sea snails, and lots more. Patty Parker's Pet Palace Safety Emporium, keeping your pets safe from body-snatching alien plagues, one hazmat suit at a time. And welcome back to the Bunker of Truth. Our guest this week is uh, Joe Bell, who is looking for a bunker. Uh, Joe, it sounds like you're looking for a bunker here in Middle Tennessee, somewhere uh, near where I am. Is, is that, did Marty lead you this direction? 
Well, like I said, I, I followed the signs, and um, I have to be honest with you, I, I come with a heavy heart coming down here because, um, you know, my wife, um, she passed away. Oh, I'm recently. sorry. I'm really sorry. That, that's that. all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just was horrible. It was something. I mean, she just she passed away from. Me. I mean, she's not dead. Oh. She oh. just, she left me. Oh, oh I got you. Uh, I'm oh. sorry. It's just been, uh, she just passed right away so and she... just like, um, she's, she's out, she is, uh, throwing me out of her life. So that's why I'm, I was living with my mom and she said, you got to get out of here. Cause, um, well, she didn't really need a reason. <laughs> she just said, I got to get out of there. <laughs> I got you. And, I got you. Um, with us, it brings you to middle so, Tennessee. Yeah, so that's how I got here, and um, yeah, so my my uh, technically she's still my wife, Jody. Uh, that's J O D I I, and um, Jody is still my wife, Jody Bell. Um, <laughs> but she is, you know, we're 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 in the process of getting a divorce, so I'm not sure if I should rent or I should own because I don't want it having to be a marital property. Or oh, nothing. I oh yeah, no, that's yeah, so, important. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So what do you suggest in, in like, is it better to rent to buy? Is it better just to rent a bunker? Is it better to, do you just want to own it outright? Well, well, here's, I'm going to throw this out there to you, Joe, and this might seem a little odd to you being from upper Tennessee and all, but apparently here in middle Tennessee, people like Marty just move into other people's bunkers. I did not invite Marty into my bunker. He just decided, oh, look, there's a bunker. I'm going to move my moonshine into it and hide my moonshine in there. And boom, he thinks it's his bunker. And there's not much that I can do about it. That's why he has to pay me rent in moonshine, because I don't know how to get any money out of the guy. He just doesn't have any. So maybe until your divorce is final, maybe you don't even worry about renting per se. You just find an empty bunker and just kind of plant a flag and claim it as your own. Squatter's right. Oh, so more of a, a squat to own. <laughs> squat to squat own. To own. Yeah. I like that. That is a good uh, way to put to that. Yeah. that. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm. You know, I mean, because you know, because I, I know that Marty was thinking about writing a book. Oh, is about he? That. I like, did so, not know. That's where he came up with that title, Squat to Own. Oh, that's him oh. as well. And that was oh. yeah. So uh, I was thinking that'd be a good book. Um, and maybe, um, maybe I should go in on Habsies with them or something and maybe come up with our own kind of book. Do you know anything about publishing or anything either? You two, like, like, where should I go to get my book published? I mean, um, you know, anything like, uh, you know, like how to buy a bunker on, you know, on, on two, uh, jars of moonshine a week. I mean, what, what do you, how do you, you know, suggest in a book form or are people doing eBooks now? Well, I, I suspect most of the life is on ebooks. I uh, that's all I read nowadays. But here's the thing: I don't know that Marty actually knows how to write. Oh, he don't. Neither do I. That's why we. <laughs> that's why we do them pictures. We do like 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 you know in Egypt they have them pictograms or pictographs. Like we do that whole thing, and you know sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know what that causes the dogs. My dogs, that's my dog. That's that's my dog, Barney. And I sometimes say, Barney, you know, when I start talking about pictographs, that means it's time. He thinks it's time to go O-U-T-S-I-D-E. Oh, I got you. You know, you know what? Uh, how about one step better than a picture book is a pop up book? You know what? Who? That is a fantastic idea. No wonder you're a colonel. Who wouldn't <laughs> love 
a, a bunker book that pops up and is right in your face. It shows you the fountains and the gnomes and everything you need about your bunker. Yeah, you know, I mean, that is a great idea because, you know what, that's the thing. You know, I, I do want to write something that's for all ages from one to 100. And you'd think somebody that's one would be able to read that. Now, I don't know about somebody 100, but how many of them is left anyway? You well, know what I'm saying? Well, there's not that many that can't see all that well. So if you have the pop-up book, they can at least reach out and feel it with their hands. Oh, yeah. Or maybe their eyelids. Give them a heart attack. They won't see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take them out with the pop-up. Hello. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I I have a slight question for you there. You technically don't have property yet. And and from what I heard, you you don't have a bunker yet. Correct. And you're possibly talking about uh, a squat to own. Correct. All right. And you're friends with Marty. He's actually family. Family with Marty. Yeah. And you. He's a third cousin. One's removed. And you know where the colonel's bunker is. Well, yes. I mean, because I followed the signs that um, said Colonel's Bunker this way. Now, I'll have to tell you, they were kind of tricky. You know, sometimes you see oh. the signs where the arrows right. are pointing and you're like, does that mean it's that way or the other way? Because the arrows kind of like you're not really sure. So that that's what made me think that this was really super secret because it was one of them question a lot of them questionable eras. Well, you know what, Joe, my bunker is super secret. I can't have people just showing up at the bunker all willy nilly. General Northside will back me up on Positively. that one. But the part of the bunker that's not secret, the just gravy restaurant, which is paying for all the bunker upgrades. I, I need people to show up to that part of the bunker. That's like the right side of the bunker as opposed to the left side. So, yeah, it's very important that they can make it to the right side of my bunker. But not the left. To to partake of the gravy. The the left side, we can go ahead and keep that secret. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's. I did not know that the arrows were confusing on the signs getting to the just gravy part of the bunker. Well, you know, uh, and thank goodness you had that little map in the pamphlet. You know, the pamphlets that they have right out there at the hotel? They got yeah, like yeah. the oh, you yeah. know the cave of mystery, the the casino, and then uh, um, then you have uh, your uh, bunker. Okay, yeah. And so that was one. You're you're rolling your eyes at me, Jim. You didn't realize that the marketing that goes in to running a restaurant in a bunker, you have to do things I, like you that. Don't understand the term secret, do you? That secret bunker. I told you the left half is secret. The right half. Is the restaurant? Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, are you saying I can't keep a secret? I got lots of secrets I can keep. Now, now you can trust me. I can tell. I will tell no one except my mom, who already knows. She already knew, and Marty knows. I mean, who else am I gonna tell? Now, I'm getting a little offended here that you think I'm gonna go blabbing that the that the bunker is located down on two thirty five North South Street. Now, Joe, don't, I don't, I'm not accusing you of giving away the secret part of the bunker. I I want people to find the just gravy part. Jim's the one up here going, excuse me, General Northside's getting all hoity-toity up there in his secret bunker that nobody can find. Not even my and, wife. Uh, I think he's the one. Well, you know, obviously you have a problem with secrecy there, uh, uh, 
it is not right your wife don't know nothing and you can trust me colonel do not worry i have taken the solemn oath not to tell no one where you's located okay i'm not i'm not worried about it joe seriously i i trust you you and i are kindred spirits we are we're from of course both we from tennessee we both have a uh, uh, fascination with these uh, horrible evil spiders and uh i i, I get the impression we both like a good bottle of shine Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, well, you know, it just sometimes I get a little cranky with these northerners. You know what I'm saying? They're coming down here and they're talking about things. I don't know what they're talking about. And I just get a little angry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I get you. I get mad at Jim all the time. You know, so I just. You got somebody looking for a bunker and I know somebody that has a bunker. It's not being used except for some moonshine. It's being used. We're we're making the plans, Jim. What the heck? You trying to give away oh, no. my bunker? No, no. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but um, squat to own. It's already been in place. You might be able to get signs up quick. I'm thinking he's stalking your spot there, to be honest with you there, sir. Look at here. Marty's going to run out of moonshine sooner or later. The guy's like 108 years old or something. I don't know. He's just ancient. So I'm not worried about him. Oh, no. You shouldn't be. This. The spiders will carry them off. Uh-huh. I, all I know is I want him to make enough shine to last me for a while before he uh, does whatever he's going to well, do. He, he might need some help. He makes some really good shine. Well, he might need some help. Was, say, Joe, being his third cousin once removed on your mom's side, mm-hmm. uh, right. do you have access to his shine recipe? Because that is some amazing shine. I, I do have access to the shine recipe. I have uh, the upper Tennessee version. He has the middle Tennessee version. So there's little deviations and, and little differences, like where it calls for uh, some... Um, it, it calls for some gypsum. Okay. Yeah. We, we don't have that up in Northern Tennessee. So we, we put in uh laudanum okay. and, um, and sometimes we put in a little absinthe. Oh, I got you. Yeah. you know? okay. But, um, but mostly, mostly it's all natural ingredients like mercurochrome and, uh, iodine things you find in most of your, uh, local, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, yeah, just natural stuff. I get you. Natural stuff, you know, and, and all natural. That's why the government can't come after us for what the way we make it, because it's all stuff you can get at um, either uh, Ace Hardware, <laughs> uh, 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 hair salons, or, um, or 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 pet shops. Where only the best shine is made. <laughs> so that's right, Joe. I'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> you know. This is up to you whether you want to be a part of this or not. But Marty is, uh, you know him. He's a cranky old man. Yeah, the, he is. I, and he can't help. He got that sciatica. Well, whatever he has, it just rubs me the wrong way. Well, that's why he has my ma rub him. <laughs> and it's kind of awkward. I mean, I th- I thought he was my daddy, you know. But then I was like, Marty, what you doing here? So it was really awkward and strange, but at the same point, Marty was was very nice. But yeah, he he does get he does get crabby. He gets very angry. Uh, he oh yes, he does. And if you would like, seeing as you know the shine recipe, if you would like uh, for me to boot him out of my bunker and you just kind of move in and just keep making shine and paying me in shine, we might be able to work that out. That could be a possibility. You're finally picking up what I was laying down. 
Yeah, I could I could do that. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't mind. Now, I do have a couple of uh, like uh, a couple of things like I, I sleep in the nude. Well, that's OK with me. I don't I mean, but I have to sleep in your bed because I'm a little shy. I mean, I'm a little I, I, I get a little scared when I sleep in my by myself now that Jody left me. Can I sleep in your like can I sleep in your bedroom at least? I don't have to sleep in the same bed, though I would prefer that. Well, you realize uh, that I still live in my house. I don't live in my bunk. Yeah, okay. I realize so that. when you say you want to sleep in my bed, uh, the, I don't live in the the, the fact that I live in my house means that I have access to the couch and the lazy boy and all of that. So sleeping in my bed. Yeah, that's not a problem. Not, not a problem whatsoever. I sleep anywhere you want me to with you. It does not matter. As long as I, as long as I can curl up at your feet, like a dog. Well, I would prefer that. Well, I'm thinking you know, if you want to do that, I'm thinking that sectional, we just got a brand new sectional. My my oh, wife went out and found it. I didn't know you was doing that well. That is nice. It's got one of them cup holders in it, too. Oh, it's, it's got everything you want. You can, like, recline it, and it's got the fold-down <laughs> cup holders. There's even a button you can hit, and it does that massage thing. Now, I don't think it really massages. It's just like, like this vibrating thing, but it still <laughs> sure. feels good. And, and when you're watching TV, I mean, you, it's great to fall asleep watching, like, football or something, you know, watching the NASCAR race, and it's going bzzz, and, and you're just falling asleep holding a bottle of shine breach into the choir but you don't have to journal. you don't have to worry about spilling the shine because it's got the cup holder right there so yeah it's got all that do you mind if i if i um would use the vibrating portion of the sectional well no that's what it's here for we want everybody to use it i mean there's there's a reason we plugged it into the wall and we use it every night it's it's a lot of fun oh so i can use it every night oh. and maybe in the mornings as well oh. you can add that right to your list wake up eat breakfast uh, vibrate. Okay, I could do that. Absolutely, I could. I could vibrate. You know what? I'm gonna put that right before survey the landscape. Oh yeah, no, that's got to come before you. You want to. You okay, want a I'm good vibration be... before you go wandering. Oh, you know the Beach Boys was right, wasn't they? Huh? <laughs> uh, okay, so that'll be new number three. Okay, vibrate. This has got a new roomie. So, um, but then I'll go live in the bunker after I'm done with the vibration. So, well, yeah, as long as you're making the moonshine down there, I, I mean, that's oh, sure, that's not a problem. But I, like I said, when I vibrate, um, I I need to have that's very important to me. That's oh, I'm sorry, do you not know what vibration is? I know what vibration is. is. Jim doesn't. Oh, uh, well, vibration is when you use vibration and the action of vi being vibrated to heighten your concentration senses. Are you picking that up, Jim? So it's, it's vibration. No. I learned that when I was in the military myself. I, too, am a military man. I was uh, I was uh, uh, just in I was at, in the army for seven months. Um, and uh, it doesn't sound like uh, a yeah. tour to me or even. In the standard oh, four Jim, you are you are such a. They told me that I was so special that I need to go home. That uh, that they didn't have any more room for me. I'm, I'm I see what you're saying. They they didn't have a spot for you because you're so highly advanced, and and know all about the vibration. See, Jim's not picking it up. They learn us gooder stuff down here in Tennessee, Jim. That's right. That's right. That's that's why I've been I've been I've been teaching classes in vibration. That's how I've been making money since Jody left me. I've been uh, doing down at the local Y, 
have been teaching vibration classes. It's about getting in touch with your G. Oh, your G. What's that? Your it's like that inner force with you, like your OG. You know your G. So so you're getting in touch with your G force, but you want to OG force. I, I think I think yes, you mean like OG chi. Your inner chi. Uh, yeah, his energy. He gets it. It's my energy. That's right. That is right. That's what I'm getting in touch with. My energy. You know what this needs? This needs a pop-up book. It needs a pop-up book. It does need a pop-up book. And and I'm gonna wear one of them one of them little like leotard or what do they call those? Them yoga pants. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's something special when somebody wears yoga pants. You ever notice that? You're like that a boy or girl in them yoga pants. Well, you know what I'm that's saying? when I hope they go to the urinal and I can use my side eyes and say, hey, that's right. nice penis or uh, you're an alien. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that is the other place where I use my side eyes when I go to yoga class. That's why I started teaching, teaching vibration. <laughs> so, um, because you, I, I wear my yoga pants, we get all ready. And vibration is something that I think a lot of people need to learn how to uh, get in touch with their inner, their inner kid, you know? Well, I think it's very important. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so, so that's, again, that's how I'm making money now, but you know, I'm certainly willing to give that up, take on moonshine and uh, have a place to stay. Cause right now I'm living in a, in a, basically a fry pan outside my mama's house. (laughs) I sleep in a fry pan. Well, that's not very comfortable. It's a griddle. It's a griddle. How do you how do you fit your TV in the fry pan? Well, I, what I do is it, it's really leaned up against the side of the fry pan. It's 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 my cell phone. Oh, and, uh, that's where I watch all my TV. You know, I was watching Game of Thrones on that. I could not tell what the heck was going on. Is that a dragon? Is that phone? a dwarf? I get it. The picture's so I, tiny I, up there. Yeah, I couldn't tell who was killing who. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was something that they need, the government needs to look into that, that, that they would even allow that on a small phone like that. That's, that's a shame. That, I'm, I'm betting that's the aliens in charge of that. They're trying to drive people nuts. Oh, it could be. It could be. So Joe, I know I could talk to you all day, my friend. I mean, there's something, there's something special about talking to someone from middle Tennessee, up Tennessee, there's up te- upper there, Tennessee. Yeah, it, it's yeah, just thank you. It, two totally different places. People who aren't from Tennessee don't know the difference, but we do. Cause we're from down here. Oh, well, <laughs> I talk like I'm from down here now, but <laughs> I, well, I'm a transplant. I, I'm a damn Yankee. <laughs> well, you know, ever since I had the transplant, I, I had one of them liver transplants. Oh, did you? And um, that's where I picked up the accent. I used to be clear as a bell. And but now I had a liver transplant, and that's where I got my accent. What, uh, where'd that liver come from? But that liver came from someone from Nashville. Uh, probably. Probably. Somebody. Uh, probably one of them. You know, because I could tell it had done some heavy drinking. So probably one of them uh, singers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. And And. Well, I I know you know it was heavy drinking because you got the the history with the moonshine there. You could pick that right up. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. And so, Joe, I'll invite you to stick around for our uh, new segment here that Jim and I do. Uh, seeing as not everyone is as smart as uh, us here in Middle Tennessee or Jim up there. <laughs> uh, we've got the the Florida man stories mm-hmm. that we use to prove to people that aliens are real. 
things like that. I now, agree. Uh, yeah. Jim, I, I think I went first last week, so if you want to start off, I this will be week happy to give us your Florida man. Now, story. my story is a little got a little twist to it this week. Now, some idiot reportedly called the cops last Sunday and threatened to pull up the Hollywood sign, which I know is not in Florida. But bear with me a moment or two. Now, the guy's plan really never worked out, but he went the extra mile just to make sure it didn't also. Now, this is all according to TMZ. The Hollywood Police Department got a call on Sunday from a guy threatening to blow up the Hollywood sign. Now, he said he was going to destroy it with pipe bombs if they didn't pay him $10,000 in ransom. Now, the problem is this. Whoever he spoke with definitely didn't. He wasn't speaking to the right person because he called the Hollywood Police Department in Florida. Now, this tells me that subconsciously, he autom- he went to the Florida Police Department where he's originally from. I'm thinking this guy's a transplant out in California. Got all upset for some reason, thinking he's going to blow up the Hollywood sign. But he ended up calling the police in Hollywood, Florida. Now, how does something like that happen? The guy can't be, you know, that dumb. It's going to be a long distance number. You would think he'd know his own area code, right? So you're saying the alien, the, the stupid aliens from Florida are spreading all out. over. They're starting to pop up in other We're places. getting a hive mentality I'm seeing, showing I'm up. I'm seeing little signs here and there, and that's across the country. He felt he felt an urge inside him to call Florida. I should tell you right there. Uh, you know, it, it scares me. Originally, I thought the, the Florida man aliens were going to die out because of their own stupidity. You would hope. Yeah. But it, but it scares me that they're branching out yeah. like this guy. I mean, he should have died. Uh, Fl- Florida man runs inside burning house to hide from police. What? Uh, so residents were shocked when uh, the emergency responders showed up at the house. When the smoke cleared, um, deputies unexpectedly discovered a man wanted for outstanding warrants inside the house that was on fire. Now, this guy, he was trying to burn some stuff in his backyard hey. and the house, the, the yard caught on fire. Then the house caught on fire. He knew he was wanted for warrants, but he didn't want his house to burn down. So he called the police or called 911 to report that the fire had started. Come put out the fire, but he didn't want to be picked up on the warrant. So he ran back into the burning house to hide from the police. And it's I, it's one of those. It should have taken care of itself. I and then we wouldn't have to worry should, about it. What happened to natural selection? Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, they, they got him out of the house, but that just means one more stupid alien is round to makes you wonder, pro- makes you procreate, I guess. Makes you wonder what he used to protect himself inside a burning house. I'm, I'm not sure about alien uh, force of some kind. I'm telling you. So yeah, he burnt up his boat too. Apparently what? his boat. Says here his boat well, was in his backyard. See, right there is all the proof you need to know that he is positively an alien. No man would burn up his boat. So there we go. <laughs> proof again that Florida man stories uh, are proving that aliens are real. No question. And uh, and Joe, I mean, I know you 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 know these stories. Florida man, aliens, it all goes hand in hand. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, you got to be careful with Florida man. Um, one time I was at a truck stop and the guy in front of me, he he said he's a Florida man. And I said, um, uh, okay, sir. Um, I, you know, and I just backed off. Yeah. Well, you I can't said, you be know, too careful around there. Oh no. I mean, you know, cause you don't know if he's going to pull out like a, a Mickey mouse ears or a gator. You don't know what that fella is going to do. Cause they're crazy. Oh, they are. What? They're crazy. Sometimes they, they even eat that, uh, um, what's that like bath salts and they all become like zombies or vampires. Oh, that all something? started down there in, in Miami, in didn't Florida. It? 
in yep. Florida. I'm telling you this. Yeah. So yeah, you can't never trust them Florida mans. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? They are mean. They are crazy. And you know what? Here's the other thing about the Florida man. Mm. Um, some ain't even from Florida. <laughs> what are you? What are you saying? What? I'm just saying, you put two and two together, you get four and a half. Especially in Tennessee. <laughs> Only in certain parts of the country. Shut up, Jim. <laughs> All right. Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Bunker of Truth thank uh, you. this week. We we definitely learned a lot about um, Joe stuff. <laughs> Joe, I... Uh, I thank you so much for, you know, I'm, I'm glad Marty tracked you down and I really hope that we can work it out so that you could take over that part of the bunker because, uh, I, I get along with you so much better than I get along with Marty. I already got my lawn chair and my, um, my remote control and I'm ready to go. Cause uh, I grabbed them from my Pinto and we are ready to rock here in the Colonel's bunk. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, we'll, we'll chat again, uh, down the road after we can get all the uh, details worked out. We got to make sure that your helicopter, you know, can she use her helicopter to help you move down here from upper Tennessee? Is that something she'd be willing oh, to do? Oh, sure. Certainly. I mean, you know, she, uh, she's only, she's only learned how to land recently, but she's, she's getting <laughs> really good at it. You know what I'm saying? She ain't, she, ain't, she's only killed like two dogs, a hand, and, um, and I think, uh, associated garden snake, but we didn't mind that she killed a garden snake. So we consider that two for three. You know what? I've, I'm already clearing some trees back there. We will just make a helicopter landing pad on top of the bunker and, uh, get some search lights up there for her so that, you know, we can make sure she's nice and safe when she's landing down there. Yeah, put just a big J for Joe on it so she knows which one it is because she will. And, and, and yeah, and if you could maybe make them lights a little shaky because she gets a little shaky after, you know, being out, out having a good time. So uh, that'll just help her visualize. Oh, where she's, she's got a bit of a palsy like. there when she, when uh, she drinks. A bit of the palsy, a bit, a bit, a bit of the, bit of the, a touch. Yeah. Uh, just the um uh the uh, the wants. So, you know what I'm saying? She wants another drink is what she Oh wants. well I I understand that. I want a drink right now. But if we get the lights shaking just right, it'll sort of cancel out the vibrations that she's feeling. Absolutely. And I, I see exactly so, what so you're saying. So let me get saying. this straight. There's now gonna be like searchlights to the bunker. Well, how else uh, is she gonna find it, Jim? Yeah, Jim. Well, why would you not want my mother? You want her to get lost? This was your idea, Jim. You're the one who posited this whole idea. Oh no! Oh no! See what you miss here, there, 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 Colonel. Is that uh, um, my gut tells me he done found your bunker and it was his before you even knew it was his. Marty found my bunker. He probably knows where my bunker is. Him, him, and Marty are kin. Uh -huh. A third cousin uh -huh. once removed under mom's side. Uh -huh. They get it. Yep. Yeah. Don't you know nothing about table consanguinity? It's all legal. It's right there in them legal books. If, if we can write you a pop-up book if you need to understand it, Jim. Yeah, a pop-up legal book. Oh, look, you lose. <laughs> There's the judge right there pounding the gavel on your head, saying, "Shut up, go to the back." Yeah, you pull a string, you pull the little tab, and the judge's hammer goes up and down. <laughs> the judge with the kung fu grip. 
G.I. Judge. Didn't you have one of them growing up? <laughs> the G.I. Judge. <laughs> Joe, thank you so yes, much for you, coming Joe. on. We had no we problem. Had... Uh, I'll just start moving my stuff in and uh and my mom would really appreciate it. you. You fellas are nice. Um uh and uh you know, I just have I just have to say I, I didn't know all y'all down here in Middle Tennessee was so kind. Well, the people are kind. The spiders though, you're gonna have to get used to them on your own. Well, they make good eating, so I think I'll be okay. Yeah, well, just make sure you fry them up enough because you don't want, like, underdone spider. It's not a good thing. Right. No, I like them crunchy. <laughs> or, or or like my, my Italian cousin used to say, he likes it al dente. <laughs> I got, just if you sprinkle a little Parmesan in it. <laughs> Parmesan. That's right. Mm, good. It's all good stuff. Hey, don't forget, you can email, text, or leave a voicemail to the Bunker of Truth and uh, give all your secret bunker decorating tips or ask any kind of questions that you have. And uh, we are available on all major podcast platforms. Please make sure you subscribe. And if you listen on iTunes, please rate and review because it really does help us out. And uh, Jim, any last? You've been awfully quiet this whole episode, Jim. I don't, I don't know what's going on with you up there. <laughs> I I see no hope for you or your bunker. <laughs> you never do. You never do. Uh, Joe, thank you so much again. You're welcome. I, I thank you so much. You fellas are so nice. And we'll be talking to you soon. And uh, we will catch you next week with another episode of The Bunker of Truth. You watch up for them aliens. Or watch out for them aliens. I, you do something with them aliens. Just kind of look over at their, hey, nice penis. Oh, you're an alien. <laughs> Do you think aliens talk about their penises? Like who has big? Like what is a big alien penis? You know what I'm saying? I mean, why would? I know the show is. I know we're done, but I just want to know: Do they talk about these things? I, I think there's penis envy in aliens, isn't there? <laughs> Maybe tentacle envy, or, or they got big long hands. If that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs>